On this special bonus episode for Acrimo, I am so thrilled to invite back Dr. Lauren Saunders of the dissertation editor to talk a little bit about what academic writers can learn from those who write in a more creative way. Enjoy. Welcome to Grad School is Hard, but a Thrive PhD podcast. I'm Dr. Katie Peplin, and this is a show for everyone who's doing the hard work of being a human and a scholar. And in season three, I'm demystifying some of the most important, but often invisible parts of grad school that learning about might just make your life a little bit easier. And make sure you check out the link in the show notes for my Working More Intentionally toolkit, which is available for you totally for free. Now, let's get into it. I absolutely love the idea of Academic Writing Month because I think academic writers can really benefit from creative writers' knowledge and writing practices. I actually attribute a lot of happiness during my dissertation writing process to my creative writing background and found that my creative writing and academic writing journeys had a lot of parallels throughout my academic career. Novelist was my first career ambition in childhood, and creative writing was one of my undergraduate majors. I ended up loving the literature classes that were required as part of that degree so much that I ended up moving into graduate school for literature. My path crossed the creative writing world again in my PhD program at the University of Denver because my literary studies cohort was paired with the creative writing doctoral student. I got a bit of imposter syndrome somewhere along the way since I didn't feel like I had enough life experience at the time and since I was around so many amazing and more mature writers, so I stopped writing fiction. Co-authoring a dissertation writing guide recently has actually been my way back into it, and my writing journey is starting to come full circle, from creative writing to dissertation writing and back again. All that to say, along the way, I've identified a lot of ways academic writers can benefit from some of the practices and ideas more common in creative writing circles, and I'll talk through three aspects of First, the idea of a writing practice. Second, permission to write bad first drafts. And third, removing the term writer's block from your vocabulary. So one of the main things that I think creative writers do more often, but that is a hugely beneficial tool for academic writers, is the idea of a writing practice. And what I mean by a practice is writing for X amount of time each day, no matter what. I think the best way to do this is with pure free writing. So that means you pick a duration of time, usually something in the 7 to 15 minute range, Set a timer and just write for the whole period. Don't stop. Don't lift your pen from the paper or your fingers from the keyboard. And most importantly, don't self-edit. This is really magical because stopping yourself from censoring your thoughts as they come can bring up new ideas. For me, this usually moves from typing things like, this is stupid, why am I doing this? I don't have any ideas about what to write, to getting some ideas on paper that I didn't even know I had. These sessions often end with stream of consciousness that at best, contains usable ideas, and, at worst, served its purpose of getting me unstuck. Way more important than whether writing practice brings up any new content for your academic writing project is that it gets you in the habit of writing. Writing is a skill like anything else, and the more you practice it, the more easily the words will come. Like physical exercise, consistency is key, and even three minutes a day makes an amazing difference in your writing extremely quickly. I think the ethos of National Novel Writing Month is really aligned with this idea of just writing consistently and seeing what happens. 
I've done National Novel Writing Month successfully once during undergrad, and I'm actually trying it again this year, 12 years later. It's amazing how even a few days of consistent writing has made other projects come more easily. Drafting the script for this podcast recording, writing emails, etc. One of my big takeaways from my journey through creative and academic writing is that writing is writing is writing. And by that, I mean that the skills you learn from a writing practice makes every aspect of your writing easier, whether it's an email to your supervisor, your literature review chapter, or grant proposal. The skills are so transferable and so worth cultivating. I also think this is key because in so many disciplines, the skill set you need to conduct your research and gain the unique knowledge that makes you an expert in your field is really different from the skill set it takes to write an effective dissertation. It's a strange genre of writing that's very specifically designed to show that you've earned the doctoral degree. There are weird quirks about the content, the style it's written in, and the technical elements of putting it together. It's unrealistic to think that you'll be prepared for this challenge automatically, which is why it's so important to practice and so important to use any resources available to you. A writing community, a professional editor, your university writing center. That leads me to a little bit of a tangential point about community for academic writers. I think on the whole, there's a much more established tradition of creative writers seeking for feedback early in the process, being a member of a writing group, and generally leaning on their community. Academics can tend to feel a need to portray themselves as automatically competent writers who don't struggle with the process or need help. But community is key to what can be a really isolating endeavor. So I definitely advise anyone to really lean into the social aspect of Academic Writing Month and to continue the connections you make through it as you move forward after the month of November. The idea of a writing practice is also important because it helps you learn how to function best as a writer. I work best when I've spent a good amount of time on research and outlining, then do the writing itself in a really quick burst. I'd rather sit down and write 5,000 words in one sitting than 100 words at a time breaks. Some people are the opposite. Learning what works for you can really help you optimize your time and your way of being most efficient with your writing. In our dissertation writing guide, PH Dunn, we talk a lot about playing to your strengths as a writer and learning what fits into both your habits as a writer, which have followed you throughout your whole academic career, and your life as a student. Regardless of what works best for you, I don't think the importance of a writing practice can be overstated. I'd also always recommend Bulker's writing your dissertation in 15 minutes a day for any academic writer for this exact reason. In my opinion, what makes that book such a classic in the field is that it encourages you to think like a creative writer in the sense of cultivating a writing practice and writing your way into your ideas as a way to get unstuck. Second, I think that academic writers don't always give the idea of a really rough first draft enough credit. You don't have to and can't get it perfect the first time. I feel like academic writers are more likely than creative writers to expect their first pass at writing something to be good and to get frustrated if it's On the whole, I've found that creative writers give themselves more permission to start with a first draft that's nowhere near what they want the final product to be. I think one of the beautiful things about Academic Writing Month is that it's a great way to give yourself permission to get words on paper, even if they're not the right words the first time. Realistically, they won't be, but you can't revise and perfect writing that doesn't exist. And the potential in a document with words, even if they're not the words you want the first time, is a lot more than in a blank document. A dissertation, academic book, or academic article, actually any written project at all, 
can never, ever be perfect, but it can be done. So I think giving yourself permission to get words on paper and then revise them as needed is key to academic writing success. Third, I've never liked the term writer's block and throughout my writing journey have decided that I don't believe in the concept either. Reframing this idea is important work I did in creative writing experience that was an amazing boost when I ran into difficulty with academic writing. I hate the idea of writer's block, I think, because it gives us permission to wait for some mysterious source of inspiration to strike, which just isn't aligned with the number of responsibilities most students and academics have. For example, moving from a statement like, I have writer's block, so I can't write today, to something more along the lines of, that particular passage isn't aligned with my energy level today, what other writing task could I turn to, is a key to keeping your momentum going. I totally acknowledge that it isn't always possible to write exactly what you want to write when you want to write it. If you sit down to your dissertation thinking, today I need to write a brilliant sec section synthesizing the literature on this topic and providing signposting for my own results, or if you sit down to your novel thinking, I need to fix the plot hole in chapter 12 while highlighting the brilliant metaphor I created in chapter 2, that might not be feasible given your level of motivation, inspiration, or preparedness. However, I think it's always possible to make forward progress on your writing. And here are a couple of my favorite tips for how to do it. First, give yourself permission to pivot. In my opinion, writing in a linear manner is the biggest hindrance to progress. That paragraph isn't working? Jump over to the end of the next chapter. In a similar sense, be aware of your optimal times and your current energy level. If you're feeling sluggish and sitting down to write anyway, that's great. But you might not want to hit the most challenging item on your writing to-do list. Where else in your document can you go to avoid staring at a blank screen? If you really need to, pivot to a writing-related task. Have you been meaning to update your reference list, create your table of contents? Accomplishing something, even if it's writing as such, can also catapult you into getting words on paper. Overall, I think a really key reason that I was happy during my dissertation writing process was because I thought like a creative writer in a lot of ways. I had a writing practice, allowed myself permission to write really rough first drafts, and tried my best to disbelieve the idea of writer's block. Thank you for listening to Grad School is Hard, but you can find more information and resources in the show notes and at thrive-phd.com. Every month, I'll select one reviewer for a free 45-minute session with me. So please subscribe, rate, and review to help spread the word about the show. Thanks so much, and I'll see you again soon.